He's already been dead and it's messed with his head. It's John's post-life crisis. Welcome to John's post-life crisis. I am your host, John Johnston, founder of CornNation.com, your Nebraska Cornhusker site of massive amounts of fun, even though he just got crushed by Minnesota. Take heart. Today we're talking with Kenny Bell. I don't feel like I should need to introduce Kenny Bell to Husker fans, but we're I, just for a quick rundown, uh, Kenny played at Nebraska from 2010 to 2014. Uh, he was first in school history in receptions and receiving yards and third in receiving touchdowns. Uh, he spent time in the NFL with Tampa Bay, drafted in the fifth round of the NFL draft, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Denver Broncos. Today we're going to talk about the name, image, and likeness issue, the idea that college athletes could actually make money off their uh, themselves. How are you doing today, Kenny? I'm doing well, John. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? Uh, you know, it's a beautiful day to be alive. You know, <laughs> it's a tough week for Oscar fans, but, you know, you can't let that cloud your life. So He's a glass half full guy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So we'll just go right into it. I feel like I don't even need to ask you of whether or not you're for or against the idea that college athletes could make money off themselves. So I don't want to say talk about it because that's just a cheesy way to start. But yeah, let's just be – you are one of the most popular players. I'd say still in the last decade, you were one of the most popular Nebraska players because you played with a lot of emotion. You had a great smile, great hair. People always saw when you were down and they saw when you were up. And I think that you're a personality, Right. And you never made really a dime other than being compensated with a free scholarship. What's your thoughts on the idea that, well, you missed out on something, right? Do you think? Uh, well, I wouldn't say I missed out on anything. And I wouldn't say, like, the only thing I was awarded was uh, free education because the opportunities that I've been afforded, the relationships that I've developed, um, even now, the opportunities I get as a grown man not even playing are phenomenal. And that's something that. Uh, a lot of college athletes get to experience going to incredible universities and that's not lost on me or other guys like us um, but I am definitely in support of guys making uh, money off their own likeness however if it, when we get into the whole like should a school pay an athlete I don't I don't believe schools should be paying athletes that's absolutely not but when we talk about if we're talking about if we're being honest, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. So I do think athletes should have the opportunity to make some money, but I do think it depends on their own image and their own likeness, because I believe that comes from their own dedication, their own hard work. Um, that's not just like given to them as an incentive to come to their school, if that makes sense. Yeah, actually it does. Uh, have you paid attention to SBO two SB 206, the California law that got passed? Uh, I've 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 heard it, but I'm too ignorant to really tell you the rules on it. I know it has to do with image and likeness that athletes will be able to use their own image and likeness to make some kind of compensation. I don't know how much that is or the ins and outs of it by any means, but I believe that's the gist of it, is it not? Yes, they said. Yeah, so I the law included something that schools couldn't sign con or a athlete couldn't sign a contract that conflicted with the school's existing contracts. And then the NCAA replied, and, you know, they're kind of 
I, the NCAA really wants to tie this to education where there's limits or things like that. And yeah. you mentioned before we started recording that you had ideas about this. Yeah, which which I think is a good idea. Like as long <laughs> they have to, they they're they're student athletes, right? So I think it is important for it to be some way involved. Whether it's building, whether it's helping, I mean, it sounds selfish. Whether it's building a university or building, I think more importantly, the community, the surrounding community around the university. I think that's important. Um, now, how you could do that if you could get involved with a with some type of foundation, like I don't, I know most foundations are probably volunteer. Um, but I'm I'm just trying to brainstorm. We're 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 treading new water. So so I'm trying to think of ways that uh, you could make money off your own likeness and also benefit. Um, your community, just so it's you know, I don't want it to come off as a selfish kind of thing. Uh, but I do, but I, but most importantly, I do think it's important that some of these guys get to take care of their families um, by using their own image and likeness. Like I, I trust me, I hear the argument um, where it, I mean, takes away from the culture um, and turns it more NFL-like, which I, I believe it does, um, it, and it will. But I do believe <laughs> that these guys that are on scholarship don't need to be sending their scholarship money back home to try and pay rent. For their families, you know, if they can, if they can, if, they, if there's other avenues of <clears throat> income for them to <laughs> to go down, I think I think that's a, I think that's reasonable. Huh? A foundation? I guess I've never heard that one. What you're thinking is that like you would have created the Kenny Bell Foundation while you were in college, and the money would have gone no, into that? No, 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 not a personal foundation. I was thinking something that you could like a, a that you could work for and benefit. Not, not that you just create your own foundation and then <laughs> benefit okay. from the money that is given to you. I was talking, I was talking more so like if you're going to be able to make money off yourself, your own image and your own likeness. I'm trying to brainstorm ideas to use that image and likeness to to benefit not only yourself but the surrounding community. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. When you said that, my the the words that came into my mind are model agency. <laughs> gotcha no 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 i mean i was thinking more along the lines of like how the team jack foundation operates how they're fighting pediatric brain cancer i don't know how their board um i know i'm 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 the member of their um alumni foundation i'm the chairman but i don't know i mean i don't see if anyone makes money off that. i don't i don't imagine they do <clears throat> but that's what that was more along the lines that i was thinking are you honest honestly foundation okay yeah Honestly, before this, before we started talking, I thought you would be much more capitalistic. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm being honest, I, I make no mistake. I am in, I am in, um, I am in favor of these guys being able to make money off themselves, and I believe in any capitalistic market, that's what <laughs> that's what would be happening. Uh, especially because, I think the biggest question would be, I thought my my biggest question, or I thought you were going to ask, was, well, what about the guys that don't have the same image and the same likeness. And my, my, my rebuttal to that was to be like, well, it is a capitalistic market and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude, but you said, you said it earlier, you know, when I was, when I was playing and I don't mean I'm not, I'm not the Mecca for this, you know, I'm not the perfect example, but I was a personality. It was, it's more entertainment than it is just playing the game of football. Um, and I think that's what the guys that would really be making money off their likeness. Um, those are the guys that, I mean, deserve it. They, they they take the time to interact with the fans. They really pour their heart and soul, and they wear it on their sleeve. And it's not that that makes them better than the guys that don't do that. It just makes them more appealing to the audience, and the audience is where the income is coming from. So I, think, I, I do think that's fair.
Why? Well, you know, the, the, those are good points. Do, but do you think, I guess the other sh- part, I think personally, I look at this and I go, I, I don't think it should that number one, I don't think there should be limits on it. I think that's weird. I think when you say that there's limits on it, then we, I, you get into these massive arguments about how much, where are you going to put that limit? And secondly, tying it to the school and tying it to education. I'm being much more capitalistic about this than you are, but tying it to education just seems like it perpetrates. You mentioned student athletes. I think that's kind of mythical because just of how much work has to go into being a student athlete. And a lot of people feel that way. I'm not even sure if there's a question here. We're just talking now. But uh, yeah. you really do think that it should be tied back to education, huh? I think I think you need to say face with the public, right? So I think if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're you're not gonna just get everything you want when it comes to this argument. I think, and I don't mean that you need to say face. I meant you need to meet you need to meet um, meet, meet the opposers halfway, if you will, because not everyone's just gonna get on. Not everyone's just gonna get on board with pay them, you know. That, that just will never happen. Pay the athletes, you know. Um, so I think being reasonable and trying to negotiate, I don't, and I don't, it, it's not, <laughs> if, if we're finally making progress and getting some young men paid and taking their, care of their families and teaching them, you know, what it is to have an actual job or actual, or actual income, that it's not just a scholarship check that they give to you. And I know that's, I know that sounds ridiculous. They're not just giving you a scholarship check. Trust me. I, I play the game. I know, <laughs> I know what the schedule is like. I know what it was like. I understand all that. Um, I just meant in terms of prog- progression, I think this is the best way to do it instead of just saying, you know what, pay them. Um, they're not really taking school that serious because uh, it's a job. Because I mean, is that the reality? I, you know, the guys take school serious, but they are there to play ball. They've got NFL dreams, especially big guys that we're talking about <laughs> that are going to be making money off their likeness, you know. Um, but I just think, again, I just think the most realistic way to go about this is find a way that it benefits not only the athlete, but the surrounding community and, of course, the NCAA in some way because they're, they're not going anywhere, I don't think. Holy cow. You're a man of compromise. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever thought of running for public office? <laughs> Not in this day and age, my goodness. <laughs> All right, let's, <laughs> let's go back to your playing days. I mean, were there specific deals you felt you could have made at that time? And I'm not asking – what I'm not asking is this. I'm not asking if boosters approached you if you about oh, money. Yeah. What I'm asking is if you were – let's say you're playing now, what things do you think that you would – go and do to make money? In other words, what opportunities do you think are most readily available? Yeah. I mean, when I was in college, I worked at a bar. Like I said, I, 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 try to, I tried to finagle the system. So I worked at a bar and I just, uh, and I got tips. So like I, got, I was a minimum wage employee on my, on my uh, W-2, but my, I, I cheated the system by getting tips, you know? <laughs> um, so that was, that was how I did it. Uh, I mean, it wasn't any ludicrous money. I worked at a, a dive bar in Lincoln called the Bar the Bar. I loved the bar, but I wasn't making crazy money. But as far as like, if I was a kid now, that you, there's definitely um, commercial opportunities, stuff like that, endorsement, especially with open endorse with open doors now, and um, 
that, that kind of technology and tweeting and Instagram posts. I mean, there's a ton of ways that guys can make money now. When I was in school, I the only way I thought about money is like, I got to go get a job. <laughs> so that, uh, that bartending is what I did. Other, other than that, I, I honestly, when I was in school, I didn't really, I couldn't think of any ways to just like, I you know, I wasn't going to go sell a jersey. I had no idea where to do that. <laughs> so the only way to make money, I think probably 75% of our team, my junior, senior year had jobs because our in the summer, they like cut our scholarship checks. So um, we weren't going to be able to get our scholarship check for the second part of summer. So we all had to have, <laughs> we needed money to pay rent. <laughs> so... Um, it's, it's, yeah, are they like, is someone still selling number 80 bell jerseys yeah see, I see I don't know if they're still selling them but I definitely see 80 jerseys hmm so open doors you mentioned that I have no idea what that is oh open doors is a is a company that uh, is like the middleman between companies like uh, big brand companies and um, athletes or influencers so um, if a if a branded company, say um, Nike, just let's use a big one. That's probably not how it's works, but <laughs> just because they've got uh, it's a big company. But Nike would contact Open Doors and say we're interested, and in, I'll use um, Quincy Anunua for example. They say we're interested in Quincy Anunua, and we need him to send <clears throat> this tweet that says this and with this picture of him in Nike gear, and we'll pay him X amount of dollars. And Open Doors then gets that offer and gets and sends that offer to the athlete via text, and the, the athlete can then view the um, offer, the tweet or Instagram post, um, what it says. They can edit it, and then they can post that, or they can accept or decline um, the post. So I that's, what, no that's what Open Doors is there. I, d I did not know that existed. Oh yeah, they're I, they're an incredible company. I should get they, in they, on this and see if there's an opening for like crusty old men that swear too much. <laughs> it's, it's a, they definitely have a niche market, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, when you're looking at the the pay, the nil, let's call it, do you see what potential problems do you see happening? Because there's always unintended consequences to all of yeah, this. Yeah, that's see, that's what that's what I'm wondering, and I I would figure like. Guys just start making ludicrous amounts, but you said there's a cap on it, right? Well, they, no, they, there's the NCAA would like to see a cap on it. I think over the next yeah. five six years, what we're going to see is a lot of lawyers get paid a lot of money to straighten all this stuff out and come I together agree. with the law. Yeah, you know? I agree. I think I think it's going to be a little bit of the wild wild west over the next like <laughs> four or five years, most likely, um, and then it kind of settles into what it's actually going to look like. One of the things I thought about is that if there's if 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 the law stands that if you can't I'm an athlete and I can't sign a agreement that conflicts with the school's agreement what what's to keep the school from going out and like agreeing with contracts with everybody on the planet? Yeah, that's a I mean that's a really good point and that's only I feel like how many schools are really against their athletes. Um, making money off their own likeness. And if that if that's the case, I imagine they're going to make it a lot easier for competing universities in the area. So I don't think they'll do that. Like USC, USC isn't going to just say um, no to all these companies when UCLA players are, because that's a recruiting tool. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean? Yes. Yes. And a I, big one. 
I think the other <laughs> the other problem is like Nebraska just now announced this big hundred and fifty million dollar expansion. If we're giving money to student athletes I, as a booster, I'm probably less likely to contribute to that fund. Do you see that? Yeah, as a- I think it well, it 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 depends because I think it, you're not going to be playing. You're not going to be paying the the university to be paying the student. So if you're a booster that wants to give money to the athletes, that's what you do. You know, you hire them. You hire them for a you hire them for a commercial or something like that. But if you want to build the the university. You didn't donate to the university. Now, I think there'll be a, a steep downfall in these expensive, um, magnificent facilities that are going up because it's going to be like the NFL. They don't need they don't need the facilities because they're paying the players. The players are getting paid. They they don't need to have a really nice home for the players. You know, the players are going to be <laughs> in college. They're going to be able to get their own nice homes and not have to live as much in the locker room and they don't, they're going to be able to afford their own barbers and <laughs> that kind of stuff. So, so I, that, that really, I guess I'd never considered that that uh, perspective. So the, in the NFL, the facilities are not as good as they are in college just because they don't need to be. Oh, yeah, they're not even close, and they don't need to be, exactly. Well, there's, I guess, I guess I, there's never, there's, never there's, occurred to me. Yeah, there's, there's Division two schools or Division one AA schools that have just as nice facilities as NFL teams. I figured when you were in the NFL, all of you had personal chefs and personal masseuses provided by the team. Oh, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys that have personal chefs and personal masseuses are all guys that have been in the league for a long time that have millions of dollars. The NFL does not take care of you like that at all. They come and they beat you up and then they kick you out the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's just that's just the nature of the beast. Okay, let's talk about you. What have right. you been up to? What are you doing these days? What's well, happening? Actually, I was playing in that Alliance of American Football League uh, when that went under. It was fun too, by the way. It was, I was playing with DP. I was playing with Josh Banderas. It was cool. It was a good experience. Um, but when that went under, I came back start up a, a sales job. Um, and right right before I was going to start. Uh, my big brother was killed, unfortunately, oh. in a really tragic accident. And then a couple of days later, actually, um, I was playing with my <laughs> I was playing with my niece in the pool, and she asked me to jump as high as I could off the diving board um, and make a big splash. She's a young girl. Um, and I went to jump, and my as I gathered, my right leg slipped off the diving board, and I my my left leg just exploded. I I ripped my quadricep tendon from my um, kneecap and tore my quad muscle off the bone. So I had surgery on that about three months ago, and I'm just now getting back to like riding a bike and being able to uh, walk right, kind of. <laughs> so I've just taken a year, the rest of the year, to kind of rehab and um, take my time and get mentally and physically healthy. Um, and in the meantime, actually, I launched a streaming channel on uh, Twitch. So it's actually, which actually took off <laughs> way faster than I thought it would, which I should have known better with Husker Nation um, and the following that I'm blessed with. But yeah, so I launched a streaming channel. I've been streaming full-time, and I'm going to do that probably here until the end of the year, and then I'll probably get a real job. <laughs> but I'm really enjoying uh, streaming right now. My my channel has grown unbelievably fast over the first uh, month. Why Why wouldn't you stick with Twitch? Uh, You know, I, I will. I most certainly will stick with Twitch if I can gain the following and uh, 
and get the viewership that I need and have the community. I mean, my community that I've built already, or that I don't mean to say that I've built, that we have built already is incredible. It, it genuinely is. So I would love nothing more than to be able to <laughs> hang out and play video games and hang out with my community every day and stream with them. There's no doubt about that. It's just, it's just getting the exposure and building that channel is, is pretty tough. Yeah. Wow. You know, my kids told me that I told me years ago that I should do Twitch and uh, show myself watching Nebraska games because I literally was such a honestly kind of a profane maniac screaming nut job that most of my family <laughs> won't watch football games with me because I've ruined it for them. That's not even yeah, an that's exaggeration. How, that's how me and my mom are sitting there screaming at the television. <laughs> I watch, I watch, I'm the same way. I watch football very passionately. And it really doesn't matter who's playing for me. <laughs> Obviously, when the Scurs are playing, absolutely. But I just love watching football. Do you, uh, do you stream while you're watching the Huskers? Uh, I did for a game, but I've been, I've been warned that that's like with copyright infringement. It's really is dangerous to be doing that. And I'm really trying to, I'm, I'm trying to work towards partner with Twitch. So I don't want any red flags. <laughs> It's copyright infringement because the game's live and you're live. Yeah, so if you if you mute the audio, they won't they won't they won't tap you for um, copyright. But if they were to find out I was doing that, that that'd probably just be frowned upon. Because the video is definitely copyright as well. Right. I did not know that part either. Okay. Well. Yeah. Is that learned, possible career move for me? Yeah, I just learned that as well because I was really excited about it because I, I actually got my most viewership when I did it. But uh, it's definitely a, a frowned upon, and I didn't I didn't know that at the time. So, so wait, you you play video games where you're doing Twitch? Yeah, I play I play video, I play a ton of different video games. I've literally based my channel around uh, playing with my community. So people that are subscribed and members of my community, active in chat, those are the people that I try and make sure that I play with or against. I make sure I'm I try and be inter interactive with chat and constantly just building um, the community. That's what, that's what's most important to me. It's, that's what, that's what I enjoy. Well, do they, they do you let them kill you and play her underground or what? <laughs> uh, I haven't, I, I haven't met anybody yet in chat that really plays PUBG. I think there's maybe one or two, but they're, they're not always on or they're at work when I'm, when I'm playing. So I play a ton of Fortnite with people. I play Rocket League with them. I play all kinds of stuff. Um, I, you know, I, I, I play, I still play video games, although I'm getting away from it because I'm just all those Fortnite and what is it? Apex legends, yeah. you know, all, all the sports games and all the online games where you're shooting. And I'm just, I'm, I'm fodder because I'm slow as a sloth and sloth. <laughs> yeah, kill me. You know what I mean? I'm just, right now. it's terrible. Yeah, uh, so, so the tw Twitch channel is, is going well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's actually yeah. I hit, I've hit. I'm a, I'm over 350 subs. I'm gonna have one month tomorrow. So I mean, we're going fast, and I, I'm learning. I'm kind of like when I, uh, when I dive into something, <laughs> I really get into it, and I start to research, and I try and be my best at it. Uh, and that's what I'm doing right now with this Twitch channel. I'm really trying to um, provide great content to, for my viewers, so they keep coming back and keep telling their friends. And people like watching this, you know, it's our family, our family for years would play like, you know, Skyrim or Fallout or, 
Yeah. You know, I guess any of those games and we'd all watch each other play them. So I, I don't find that particularly weird. People my age probably think that that's just bizarre, but I don't yeah, think it would be different than watching like a TV show. Yeah, I, don't, I, I agree. What I try and explain to people, and it's, I think it's better than watching a television show because you, you're not like people are like, oh, people pay to watch you play video games. It's like, well, yes, in a sense, if you think of it that way, but you're you're a part of a community. Like you're, you, you can talk to people in chat. You can interact with the person that you're watching. Uh, you can interact like with mine. <laughs> like I play videos during, while I play, I play, like I have uh, emotes that bounce across my screen. There's gambling with uh, fake in-game currency, like in my channel called Afro coins. Like there's, ton, there's, there's just stuff to do. <laughs> so it's, it's way more interactive than um, just sitting in, or per se watching a television show. But yeah, people get kind of weirded out when they're like, well, well he's watching somebody play video games. It's like, well, yes and no. You know, I'm a member I'm a member of a community and we're <laughs> we're all kind of hanging out here talking and having a good time. So that's how that's how I've always seen it. I I I, I like it. Okay. Do you want it? thoughts on this year's team? We just got destroyed by Minnesota. Uh, yeah, which is brutal. <laughs> it was yeah I was I was at the game shooting on the field you know I had camera but uh and I mean it was nasty it's even nastier because I have a son that attends the University of Minnesota and he let me he lets me know about oh it. that is brutal I'm so sorry <laughs> yeah uh he sent me a text Saturday night and he, it's text said that was the most satisfying football event I have ever attended <laughs> No respect. Right, None exactly. <laughs> no respect. Yeah. Uh, well, my thoughts are this. Uh, is as cliche as it, is, as it sounds, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, the, I mean, just to be short, uh, short and sweet. Um, the headman's been there for, what, 18 months, like a year and a half or so. Uh, it's just going to take time. So I agree that <laughs> people are like, well, we should be beating Minnesota. I I don't I don't disagree with that. I personally I split with Minnesota when I was in school. So Minnesota is not just a bad football program. Minnesota is one of the historically the best <laughs> historically phenomenal football schools that have just been struggling as of late. But that's not let's not just diminish their talent, right? Um, they're they're a pretty good football team. Uh, now, however, we are <laughs> we are slowly but surely getting better. I, and I promise you, you gotta you gotta look at the baby steps that we've taken. We're learning to win. Um, at this point last year, what was our record? We were two and four last year, weren't we? Well, we went zero and six. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, exactly. Year. We we were zero and six. So people were like, "Do you want to see progression?" It's like, well, what is what is what kind of <laughs> what kind of reality that you live in that zero and six to where we're at now is not progression, you know? So. I think I think patience is key, and just give the headman a chance. In my opinion, year four is the year that we're really going to see uh, a difference. That's when Adrian will be a senior. We'll have some guys that have uh, come in under Coach Frost uh, recruiting, and he'll have really been able to establish his culture and what he wants his identity as a football team to be. That's when I think we can start judging what kind of team we're going to be, or we are. But right now, everyone just – I think we need to just <laughs> – Cheer. I think we need to hope we win on the weekends, and just if we don't, be like, all right, chalk that up to growing pains, and let's move on. 
I think a lot of them are upset because, you know, we we spend the offseason drinking Kool-Aid and we get these media reports that uh, we're going to be fantastic. And I think people le- read a lot more into the media than they really should. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, like, preseason rankings are brutal because they, they, they create entire season narratives, right? <laughs> so that's, that's, that's really tough because, one, the, pre- the preseason rankings are – not ever accurate. That's like no Kuiper and Todd McShay picking the top 10 at the draft. Just like people watch them and listen to them just because they're on TV. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they've ever like gone five for five in the top five. Right. You know, so I think, yeah. And I do agree. The preseason hype was, was big, but what at the same time, what do you, <laughs> do you want these reporters? And like, do you want the reports out of the athletic department to be like, well, you know, we're not going to be that good. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think any uh, any program anywhere says that. Even coming off an 0 and 12 season or going into an 0 and 12 season, I don't think anyone ever is that takes that kind of attitude because they wouldn't have a job. So I think I think we do need to kind of take some preseason reports with a grain of salt, but at the same time, we also need to be mature enough not to be like, oh, well we thought we were going to be this at the beginning of the year. It's like, well, we're not. How can we get better and move on from here? You know, I'm taking that, that, that line right there. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go around telling people, say, I'm going to tell people, Kenny Bell says we need to be mature enough. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's crazy. Cause I, I see some of these comments are that this, the sky has fallen and it's just like, guys, we, where we were at two, three years ago, compared to now come on like even just last year let's let's just (laughs) i mean there's there's some people that are just ready to jump off the building the second a bad loss happened it's like guys we are in we are in complete rebuild mode not kind of we are make no mistake the guys that the guys that are playing this year under like the first two years three years of coach frost or the guys that we're gonna be talking about or that should be talked about that rebuilt the program because they're changing the culture and wearing <laughs> they're the bullet sponges right now for everyone that gets to be great after them. So I tr- I truly believe that. Wow. All right. I'm going to ask you one more question and I did not prepare you for this. And I, I actually didn't really tell you I was going to ask this question at all. Uh, but here it is. Do you feel you are one of the reasons that the blind side block is no longer legal in football? <laughs> Uh, that's t- you, if you know me, I'm not one to just like beat my chest and be like, oh yeah, that was, you know, me. I will say that there is no rule about a blindside block or defenseless player until after my 2012 big, big 10 hit. They called me. If you, if you know that hit, they called me for unnecessary roughness. And the ref told me that I hit him too hard is why I got the penalty. So the subsequent year, 2013 is when that defenseless player rule, I believe, went into effect in college. It did. So it did. Sure. And, and then it, this year, this year okay. actually, this year the blindside block is completely illegal. So yeah, we did we did a, a article on you, and I called it the Kenny Bell rule when they put the defenseless player <laughs> rule because of that yeah. hit. That that's probably my most memorable football. Like not for not for me personally, but that is definitely the one I get memor like remembered for the most there'll be people like oh my oh you're the guy that hit that that killed that dude at wisconsin (laughs) 
<laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that was me. But the ref literally told you you hit him too hard. Yeah, if you if you watch the entire video, um, they'll you'll see me. They throw the flag, and we're all talking because they talked about it forever. Like they, they all the time, not 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 to be disrespectful, but they had time to talk to him because the dude took him a little while to the field. Um, but they were all talking about it, and uh, then they come to a decision, and they call me for unnecessary roughness. And you see me, I wave one of the refs over, and I ask. What did I like? Unnecessary roughness. How was that? How was that unnecessary roughness? And he, the, the dude says you hit him too hard. And you see me. I throw my hands up and I like it's the back of me, so you can't read my mouth. But I say we're playing football. And that was that was all they gave me. And the dude just walked away from me. Wow. Yeah, it was an interesting turn of events, <laughs> to say the least. So sometimes an unnecessary I'm roughness call. Sometimes on Twitter, I I make the comment that he hit him too hard, and I guess that is true. Oh, oh no, it is. It definitely is true. If you if you if you go back to the, um, I mean, a lot of Indomitian Sue's uh, entire career, he'd get penalties, and they would tell Bo that Sue was just tackling him too hard. <laughs> I, that's a real that's a real thing, and you would see like that. I know I know <laughs> I know Bo was animated. But I mean, you tell you, a referee's telling you that your best player, the best, one of the best players in defensive college football history, is tackling too hard. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but I would lose on the too. I yeah yeah I don't I don't know what he's supposed to do with that. Yeah, nothing. You can't do anything with that. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else we haven't covered that you want to tell people about yourself? Nah, thank you, John. I, I appreciate you having me on the show. It's been fun. Well, I appreciate you getting here. And I th- I think we're going to wrap it up then. Uh, this is John's post-life crisis. That's the end of this episode. We hope Nebraska gets better, and I believe they will. Uh, you guys, thanks for listening, and thank you, Kenny Bell, for being here. Y'all Absolutely take care. No. Thank you for having me.